That is awesome. Kevin Smith, uh, if you want to check out the full interview, sit down with J-Rock and Kevin Smith. It's pretty cool. Check out the Comic Section podcast and get your fill. It's 95SX Hit Music Now. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf. Ah, nerds! From the TV screens and movie scenes. From collecting your favorite pop toys. They're figurines! Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and anime are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. I have a very, very special guest on the Celebrity Hotline, ladies and gentlemen. I am such a huge fan of this gentleman. He's known all over the world in the world of nerddom. I know I'm kind of making up that term. I think it's a good term, nerddom. But um, if you've seen Clerks, Clerks 2, I'm saying Jay and Silent Bob strike back. I mean, he's done things for The Flash, Supergirl, Yoga Hosers, Tusk, Chasing Amy, Mallrats, Jay and Silent Bob, Reboot Roadshow. I have on the phone with me. I can't believe it. Mr. Kevin Smith. Welcome to Charleston. Thank you. How are you, man? It's been a minute since I've been to town. Oh, man, it's been amazing. We are so honored to have you on the phone line as we speak. And as a big, big fan of yours who, like, I followed your career from Clerks all the way to now, I have to say it is a distinguished honor and pleasure to be talking to you on the phone and with this new film that's uh, that's out already, Blu-ray Digital, Jan Silent Bob, Reboot. That is absolutely correct. First off, thank you for the very kind words. Oh, my God, I'm touched, man. But, yeah, I'm coming to town, and we're showing the movie. So I get up and intro the flick, and then we all watch the movie together. And then afterwards, we come out and Q&A until they throw us out into the streets. Um, and it's been great. I've been on the tour since October 19th. Um, wow. We have 65 cities total and last night was uh, city 56 so we're in the final nine now nine more shows left to finish up the tour man and it's been phenomenal some people in my life have been like you really go to every screening i'm like yeah man i'll sit through it with the audience and like how much do you hate this movie by now <laughs> after all this time and i'm like i don't it's the world's biggest kevin smith fan film and i'm the world's biggest kevin smith fan Oh, and like watching it with the audience for me every night has been like going to a church where I'm both the priest and Jesus at the same time. Oh, really wow. Well, hey, I can't wait to uh, celebrate in that congregation, man, because I am one of your disciples. Is that is that cool to say? That, I'll totally take <laughs> okay. that. Oh, my God, thank you. Nobody, nobody ever uh, uses the disciple term, man. As an old Catholic, that hits home. Thanks. Oh wow! Okay, well, it's funny. It's funny you say that because uh, me and a few of my friends. I mean, we are such huge fans of yours. And again, you know, I know you said you've been down here before, but you have such a major following here in Charleston. I know you get it from all over the world, from all over the many Comic Cons you've done. And it's funny because you know, me and a friend of mine were just talking about your movie Dogma and how much I love oh, that yeah. film. And just the when it first came out, the backlash that it got and just everything about the film and, and your entire filmography, you know, I'm, we're such huge fans. So Charleston is super excited to see you live and in person. 
I can't wait to get back, man. I've been a fan of Charleston since I was a kid, man, because of the chew. So I remember when I first got to go there years later as an adult, it was, you know, they literally do have it there, the Charleston Chew, man. And you know, I had a body used to be built by those Charleston Chews. Oh. <laughs> uh, but they're always so sweet to us there, too. Oh, awesome, man. And speaking of, um, you know, you know, your health and everything, we, I mean, I know you had a, a major health scare. And, you know, with you being one of my heroes and one of my idols, man, I definitely got to ask how your health is doing. I know you lost a ton of weight, so major congratulations about that. But how's the, the diet going? So far, so good, man. Like, I went vegan. Used to be happy, now I'm vegan. Uh, <laughs> it, it, helped, uh, it helped to cut, like, uh, the weight off. And, and so, as long as I remain vegan, it seems to be working out. The only problem, though, is mm-hmm. uh, sugar is included in the world of veganism. And, you know, that's something I'll always have a problem with because it's so damn good, man. I, I like sugar more than anything else in this life, even more than sex. <laughs> so the idea of, like... You know, it being, I wish it, it was not vegan because then I could cross it off my menu like eggs and meat and dairy and stuff like that. Right. But still, sugar's still the enemy, man. The sweetest enemy of all time. But so far, so good. February 26th is the two year anniversary of the, the heart attack. So, oh, wow. At the end of the tour, we finish in New Orleans. And then uh, the next day, I go back home and I've got a doctor's appointment for like the two year checkup. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we're definitely, you know, continue to, you know, pray for you, man. And like a lot of good, positive vibes your way. Cause man, you gave us a scare, man. That's like, that was when that happened. I mean, I had friends text me and it's like, Oh, is everything, you know, okay with, with you. And, um, and also if you don't mind, I definitely want to, you know, send love to, uh, to Jay Muse. Cause again, I follow everything you do from your podcast to Hollywood Babylon to Jay and Silent Bob get old to fat man beyond with Mark Bernardin. And um and I know what Jay and Silent Bob get oh, old. That's deep cut. Oh yeah, Thank no, you. you're talking to a true fan of yours, man. And when I, you know, this opportunity came about interviewing you, I had to jump on it because you know I'm truly, truly a fan of yours. Follow you on Instagram and all of that. But I know if Jay and Silent Bob get old, I know that uh Jay, you know, he's on that you know virtue of uh, sobriety, and I know he's been sober for quite some yeah. time. So I was just seeing how Jay's doing as well. He's coming up, I think, July. I forget the exact date, but July is going to be 10 years clean and sober for him. Oh, wow. So he's doing wonderfully. Yeah, he's a super dad in real life. He's got a daughter, Logan. She's going to be five in uh, April, on April 1st. Wow. And Jay, go figure, is like the best dad on the planet. I wish he had been a dad before I'd been a dad because I would have learned how to do it better, man. He's so tight with that kid. They adore each other. And it's, it's, it's fascinating because she's four and a half. He's 45. And somehow they meet at the exact same maturity. (laughs) That is adorable, man. And I mean, so many things that, uh, and now I'm sorry, is, is Jay going to be at the, uh, at the show as well? Is that, I think so. I'm trying to get him to come out. He went to, to every show the first half of the tour with me. And then after the first of the year, when I went back out, you know, he had the kids. So I was like, you don't have to go. But he talked about wanting to come to like the last 10. So we're in that corridor now. So he may actually be there. Awesome. Awesome. man. And again, man, I mean, everybody is super, super excited for you to come down here. And it's such a big event because, you know, here in Charleston, you know, we don't really get too many, you know, big stars, big celebrities. And like yourself, I know so many people who are inspired by you 
that are independent filmmakers and writers. And you actually inspired me to create my own podcast. And, um, and we, nice. yeah. And basically, you know, we talk comic book news, uh, trailers, rumors, but we also take it back to the essence, which I think you'll love. We actually talk about comic books. So we talk about the new books that came out that week and we kind of discuss it and we relate it to all the things that's happening on the big screen and small screen. So, you inspire source material without the actual books. You never get to those movies, man. So that's smart to talk about those, man. It's interesting. Like you work in radio, mm-hmm. but you still got a podcast. That's a huge vote for the medium right there. Oh, absolutely. Cause it was all on you. You inspired me. I believe a young man, uh, asked, you know, a question about doing a podcast and you said, Hey man, just do it. Like there's no gatekeepers in it. You know, unlike radio, you know, I have gatekeepers yeah. and I know you have gatekeepers and it's like you and your friends oh, get, yeah. get a microphone and you guys just talk and you stay consistent with it. Then, um, you know, you never know where it can go. And um, I'm proud to say that, you know, my podcast been nominated for best of Charleston 2020. And, you know, it's just all oh, listen to you, man. Well done. Thank you. And again, I, I owe it to you, man. You gave me that inspiration. Little did you know, I think it was like an older podcast from years ago, because sometimes I binge some of your older podcasts and um, and that yeah, right yeah. That right there, like, really hit home and maybe be like, you know what? Let me just go out here and do it and do what I love, which I know you also love, which is like comic books, pop culture, nerd culture. So, uh, again, that makes me so happy, man, because everyone, you know, not everyone, but a lot of people listen, but no, not many people hear. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been out there saying, like, everybody, hey, you should start a podcast. And you were one of the people that was like, you're damn right, I'm gonna. So, thank you for doing that. No, hey. Thank you for giving me that inspiration because not only just me, you inspire many independent filmmakers here in Charleston. There's a ton. A personal friend of mine, we actually, you know, I was at his apartment and he has a frame of Clerks, the original Clerks, in a poster. And I believe you signed for him for like years ago, but he keeps it up in his room and he looks at it and we have conversations. That's really what got us to get close was our love for you. And, um, and that's, oh my God, that yeah. means so much, man. You have no idea. Like I've been doing this 26 years now. And like in the beginning I did it cause I was like, I want to make a movie. I want to say my things. And then the deeper one gets in the career, the more you realize what's important and like being in the DNA of people's relationships, like where you're like me and my friend, we started hanging out because of the love of the movies where I've met so many people on tour who were like, We've been married uh, 24 years. Our first date was like chasing Amy or whatever. Right. It's, it means everything. Like that's far more valuable than the money. Don't get me wrong. I like the money. <laughs> but, but being part of people's lives in that meaningful way, like I know what that means. There are movies that are very dear to me because my father took me to see them mm-hmm. when I was a kid. And they'll always be dear to me for that reason. They're built into the fabric of my life. So when I hear stuff like that, that means the world, man. Somebody has a clerk's poster up that they look at and they're like, that's, that's my inspiration. I, I had that, you know, I had a raising Arizona poster hanging in my room because I love the Coen brothers and raising Arizona. Yeah. Like, there's a, there's people that you look to are like, man, if they're doing it, sometimes you just hang it. Cause you're like, Oh, I like what they do. Sometimes you hang it. Cause it's useful, a useful totem to be like, I'm going to get there like this person got there. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, guys, you can come check out the man himself, the icon, my idol, my hero, Kevin Smith 
and I can't wait to see you you're live. Be there. You got to come back. You got to come back and say hi when you're there too. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, hey, you'll see. You'll know when you see me. I am. You know, I'm. So, I didn't even introduce myself. I'm sorry, Kev. I am J Rock on the air, but my real name is Jason. So, and I know you know we got that connection already with Jays, right? Yeah, I was gonna say I'm so <laughs> familiar with that name. Familiar with that name. Well, you got to come backstage, and we'll take a picture and stuff like that. But it's gonna be a fun show. If you remotely liked any of those movies. Oh, oh yeah! This movie is like an orgy. Right. Well, I was going to say I was going to get right into it because you know this is Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Of course, I love Strike Back. So, is this a kind of like a sequel? But I know it's a reboot in the title. So, can you kind of break it down really quick? If that's yeah, what? technically it should have been Jay and Silent Bob requel because that's like a, a reboot and a sequel put together. Um, but it's a movie that makes fun of sequels and remakes and reboots while being all three at the same time. So it's, uh, it's us, it's me and Jay playing Jay and Silent Bob, but we drag the characters from the nineties into 2020 and, oh. uh, it's, it's it with pretty fun results and whatnot. And the big plot line is that Jay finds he's got a, a long lost daughter. Right. So it's got this sweet, harmony, uh, sweet, heartfelt kind of family through line as well. Right. And speaking of family, I believe, like, you know, your daughter is in it, correct? And and she's doing amazing she so right. far. I got to give your you know, props. You know, your daughter is killing it right now in the acting scene. Oh, man. She got uh, so lucky. Uh, and she got into Quentin's movie, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. Was right. Really nice for us because instead of saying, like, uh, this is Yoga Hoser's Harley Quinn. I was able to be like, this is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's Harley Quinn. That was kind of sweet. <laughs> that was amazing. And, uh, well, I don't want to keep you for uh, for too much longer, but um, one thing I uh, I was going to ask you, out of all of your movies, now I know, you know, I know most people are probably say like, hey, my, my films or the things that I create are like my children. Do you have one that kind of hits home? Because I have a movie of yours that I feel like is criminally underrated. Actually, I have a few. Um, I have Chasing Amy, number one. Love that movie. Love it. I loved your dialogue when you, you know, sat and told Ben Affleck, yo, I'm going to tell you the real. I go back to that that clip. I watch it nonstop. Um, Dogma, but my thing is Red State. Oh, I love Red State. Red, Red State. State is the movie that is unlike everything else I ever did. And it's the one movie that I felt like, oh man, this proves that I could have been a great filmmaker if I wasn't Kevin Smith. <laughs> like I could have actually made cool movies if I wasn't obsessed with making Kevin Smith movies instead. But man, what a great cast. Michael Parks was amazing. John Goodman was phenomenal. Uh, Melissa Leo. And it was just so tight, man. Yeah. That movie, I wish they could strip my name off of it so that people <laughs> would see it and, and, and not associate with me because then they'd be like so surprised. Oh, yeah. I realized, like, oh, my God, Kevin Smith has something to do with this? I love that flick. Oh, wow, man. Well, hey, I well, I want to let you know you are unquestionably one of the greatest directors, producers, especially writers ever. And I'm saying this. I know I'm biased, but it don't matter. You are amazing. You are loved because, you know, what you know, we've seen, unfortunately, you know, some important iconic figures lose their life out of nowhere. And, you know, I feel like it's important. I feel like it's important that we show love and, and, you know, give people flowers while they can still smell them, you know, the, the love and admiration. So here's my flower, my flowers to you. It's Valentine's day. So it's only right that I give you these flowers. And one last question. Will you be my Valentine? 
Done and done, Jason. Hey! From the bottom of my heart. <laughs> awesome, man. And again, guys, you can catch Kevin Smith live. So you can catch Jay and Silent Bob, the reboot roadshow. You don't want to miss it. Kevin, welcome to Charleston. And, you know, feel free to come back whenever. And when you do come back, hit me up because I can take you to some awesome comic book stores that are around here that I know you'll love. So, you know, I got you. Done and done. You rock, Jason. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you. It's been a pleasure and an honor. Thank you. Excellent talking to you. I'll see you at the screening, man. All right, buddy. Bye-bye. Sonic Embassy. 